Hi everyone, uh, I'm here at Mel and Chriselle's home in Canesham. Got the train uh, from Bristol, which is the first time I've got a train for a few years, and it's nice to be here. And we're following, continuing our journey that uh, this year that Mel and Chriselle are, are, are taking us on and helping us with as we're looking at building this community, uh, both as a whole church and households within the church that will show the world who Jesus is and, and be that kind of city on a hill that Jesus talks about. And uh, we've been tracking on, on rhythms, haven't we? And uh, Mount Christelle have shared, they shared for two weeks on, on rhythms. And it's been great uh, since then uh, as a church, kind of processing that and hearing what different rhythms people are adopting and trying out. And uh, this, this week, uh, Mount Christelle are going to be speaking about festivals. And uh, so we're going to be learning from them and be inspired by their example um, of, of the festivals that they've kept as a household um, really for many years now. And that's what, partly what's so great about them is that they've, they've lived this for a long period of time and, uh, and we can be inspired by it. We're looking at these things both as a whole church. Are there particular festivals that we can celebrate uh, through the year as a whole church community? And then it might also be that there are certain festivals that um, are helpful for us to adopt uh, as families. So we've got a connection with China and, and Hong Kong, for example, and, and we started doing Chinese New Year every year as a, as a household, which we love. And uh, so it might be that there are other festivals that are pertinent to you and part of your household. Um, but maybe a, a helpful question to start with is, is why? What's the, what's the point in celebrating festivals? So, Malcolm, so why, can, we, can we start with that? Why do, you, why do you celebrate festivals and why do you, yeah, why do, you do that? Well, the one that we, we talked about the last few, the, before last time we, we got together around rhythms of the, of the day and the rhythms of the week and month really is a point of connection and different ways to do connection. And if you don't do them, then you lose that default having a rhythm of you miss it if, if you don't have something intentionally in place. But I think once you get to the year, it's, it's the different goal. It's a different reason. And for us, I think it's tracking. It's tracking with two things. It's tracking with the seasons and tracking with the story, mm. the story that we're part of. So why, why do we do festivals? We're reminding ourselves of, the, of both the season we're in and the, um, and the story that we're a part of, the bigger story that we're a part of. I know that you've had connection with um, Caesar Kalinowski. Mm. Uh, he's done a big thing on the story of God. I think his best discipleship tool is the uh, the training they do is that for people coming to faith is to know their place in the story of God. Mm. And uh, I guess it's that idea of Romans 8 where it says where your spirit meets with God's spirit, you cry, Abba, Father. Mm. I think we take that to be the word spirit isn't Holy Spirit. It's your essence. It's your identity. It's your spirit. So it's that sense of where your essence meets with God's essence, you cry of a father. And I think we like that as where your story meets with God's story, where it meets with a bigger story, where your, where your narrative arc meets with the big arc of, of history. You find your place, you find your identity, you, you find a place of peace. So I think all the festivals are about tracking with knowing your place in a bigger story yeah is that yeah that makes sense, sense. yeah great and it, go on no i was going to say that's something that's that's part of the hebrew jewish culture isn't it through the old testament through the bible and um we, we see that that's 
that you, you were saying before that's part of this that you talked about the Passover mm. and you were saying how what, what was it would you say that again you remember what you mentioned before I don't, I don't know what I was saying before but I, I think um, I remember we had uh, an amazing man who's a lecturer in um, biblical law at Bristol Uni mm. come to one of our Passovers and he's he's amazing he's you know he's speaks Hebrew he's a and uh, he, he goes he, he has Haggadah the, the the written out transcripts in in Hebrew that he showed me those amazing illuminated ones Jonathan Burnside his name oh. and um, he said it's amazing to think that by doing this today we're part of in history the longest running repeated every year festival that we're part of something that's been celebrated every single year for 3,000 years where we're telling the story of what God has done with his people of leading them from captivity to freedom mm. that Jesus then re reframed and reshaped and said I'll never um, I eagerly desire to eat this meal again where it finds its fullness in the kingdom of God yeah. it was just that idea of him going we're part of a 3,000 year old tradition that has been done every single year where we're telling we're remembering the same story that we're part of that we're part of this journey from captivity to freedom and yeah I think Passover for us was a really early that got us into remembering the story and telling the story and even the fact that that in in the old testament it's saying it's at number six where it's saying you know this is what this is about and when your children ask you mm. Yeah. You know, uh, what does this mean? This is what, what do these things mean? This is what you're supposed to tell them. It's remembering your place in a bigger story. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what these are markers of, signposts to a bigger story of God that we're part of. And each festival, I think, draws out a particular attribute or characteristic, characteristic of God's work with his people or maybe his 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 essence his characteristics sorry i thought you were going to yeah. interrupt me no that. i wasn't going to interrupt <laughs> you yeah i think I, I would just say another way of thinking of it it is part of your household identity you know why do we do festivals yeah you know it's both being part of the story but it's also creating our own story too it's our identity mm. as a household of why we do certain things the way we do yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah actually i think we'll probably focus on the the, the more spiritual um festivals that we celebrate mm. but actually i think we have three different kinds we have spiritual festivals which are remembering our place in god's story yeah but then we do festivals that are more remembering celebrating our heritage like you're saying about the hong kong one for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think for us doing thanksgiving has more meaning because we lived in america sure but equally, we had South Africans living with us and we celebrated South Africa Day. We uh, celebrated Australia Day when our daughter had, had worked and lived in Australia. I think it's remembering things that are more part of your journey and your heritage. Mm. Um, and even as foster parents of children coming to join us, actually celebrating some of their story and heritage journey we're almost looking for festivals to celebrate that reaffirm not just your place in god's story mm. but also what parts of our heritage yeah. our story so we celebrate burns night partly as a 
felt it. Uh, partly as a creative, really for us it's about creativity, but it's also because Chris Ells and McInnes mm. and some of the, the Scottish, actually knowing that's part of our heritage and what that, that means. I think working out, I think we're still on a journey of working out our heritage celebrations that we want to highlight, put a spotlight to yep. in our household. Great, great. Do you want to give us any insights into any other particular festivals that you you celebrate well if, if it took this time of the year yeah so i know in some way it's good to do what feels live mm. so obviously the one that's coming up for us next is thanksgiving and i think we love thanksgiving because our experience of it in the states was that it was more important than christmas and it wasn't commercialized it was the family time when people traveled right. much more than christmas was in fact we just began remember being shocked that all of our neighbors threw out their christmas trees literally out of their front door early on boxing day so they didn't have boxing day like christmas is over well for us we think of it as 12 days of christmas mm. for them it was this is done now oh. so thanksgiving i think we kind of we liked that it wasn't commercial, but actually getting back to the um, the root thing of it. So earlier, we took Chris up to our uh, our festivals cupboard, yeah. and we drew out um, we drew out <coughs> our Thanksgiving box, <laughs> and then and so if we're just going to quickly go with how, what have we done with Thanksgiving is um is when we. Uh, so next week, this will go on the front door. Brilliant. To, we arrange uh, these bits around here. <laughs> yeah. And then this is, uh, these go on the... Uh, these are banners with our sort of favourite thankful verses okay. in, in scripture. scripture. Oh. Um, so, scrunched here. But this is one from the, um, street, the street Bible, Bible that we love. Just everything you do fills up our wonder tanks, and I know I am wonderful. So thanks. <laughs> Great. But wonderful, yeah, oh. full of wonder. Yeah. 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 And I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I'll tell of your wonderful deeds. Oh. So that's what we think Thanksgiving is about, that. Yeah. Like, oh, I think we love the attitude of gratitude. So these go on the table, and then... Uh, we have various things that go up around the house. That's a, that's a, that's a anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then the idea is is that um, you wear you wear the, the turkey of thanks, and then um, you, you tell. Why don't you keep that on? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's particularly good at it. I can put it on. Um, I will model it. There you go. There we go. Great. Love it. Love it. <laughs> and then the point is, this is handed around, and everybody's asked to tell of God's wonderful deeds, of just sharing around the table three things. One thing that is ordinary, one thing that is extraordinary or miraculous, and one person that they're thankful for. Oh. And you have to tell them or text them or let them know in the following right. 24 hours. So that's reaching out beyond your household as well? Well, it? everybody invites two or three people okay. to well. so, so those people might or might not be Christians as well, so you're kind of, there's a kind yeah. of a, a missional component to this of welcoming out. Is, so it, is there or not? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the 15 or so that we're expecting around our table next week, yeah. um, I'm not sure how many will maybe 60 40 christians yeah yeah great yeah. great my and some of the most moving things we've experienced have been uh 
somebody giving thanks for a breakthrough in medical research just as her mum came to pick her up. And she started to cry as she got her mum started to cry. Because it was something affecting her mum. Because it was her mum's, it was an illness her mum had. Yeah. And she came to pick up her daughter from having the meal with her. So, right. um, yeah, some really, so the idea of uh, something ordinary that you take for granted, like yeah. uh, somebody had been in Africa talking about flush toilets, and you go, yeah, actually, and that was real conviction. Uh, then, but the extraordinary, often pointing to something that actually God has broken in with, mm. and then the person that you have to tell. Um, yeah, it felt a really good discipline thing sure. to do. And we tended to eat the American food just because that was a little familiar thing to us. But it's felt it's that the the focus on thankfulness. Mm has felt where the weight is as a you focus on the things that god is doing rather than the things that he's not yeah and also as a rhythm of the year it's just before the first sunday in advent mm. and we always talk about you're ruining christmas uh if you um if you start singing any christmas songs <laughs> or doing <laughs> any christmasy stuff yeah. until thanksgiving so i think right. we've so come to appreciate thanksgiving yeah it's like once we do that then actually Advent stuff all goes away. Sorry, sorry this all goes away. Thanksgiving goes away. And then Advent comes out. Yeah. Just so some of the other... We do various decorations on the... But we also saved over time thank you cards that we uh, um, have just turned into the uh, uh, decorations on the... Uh, on, on the windows so they hang windows. on the windows yeah, yeah. Exactly. and then we also have one which is all wedding thank yous and this one we i think i i love it because it's a reminder of these go back a few years now but they're people we still pray for because actually they sent us so this is our adaptation because yeah. this isn't an american thing but, but it was just something that we felt we want to pray for those that who's um Who's yeah, wedding sorry. we've been involved with, or that we've oh. seen, you know, yeah. over recent years that we just want to. The only thing is, is that we only put the ones up who actually had thank you written on their, okay. <laughs> on their invitations. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if, it, if you're going to feature on a thing, you have to have thank you <laughs> <laughs> written on there. But that was a, that was a thing that you, you mentioned about, and we've said this before with Mary and Christelle, they do loads of brilliant things, and we're not trying to copy them and do everything in their style. It's a case of ad adapting and adopting and and, um, and seeing what, what works for us, what's useful. Also, this is a more recent one. Okay. You know, so it's developing, it's changing over time. It's changed a lot yeah. over the first... And I think, do you know, I really only think we started doing this oh. once we started doing marriage prep yeah. for people. Yeah. But now it's like we carry those people yeah. before us. And actually, it's nice to to acknowledge them as part of our journey. Sure. And we include them on the, on the Thanksgiving... What, a couple of the things I love about this are, I think, so two things about, you know, whatever we adapt and adopt from what you do, the, the, the kind of, some of the why and the principle behind it for me is, um, is um, and we talked about this on, on Sunday at, at Hope, about how you kind of catch stuff from people from being in their presence and, and, and seeing how, how they do life. And I think Jesus lived with his 12 disciples, didn't he? And, and, he, and he did life, he didn't just, they didn't just listen to podcasts by him mm. or, you know, sit down for a half an hour lecture and then do their own thing but they and, and and by having people in your home and doing stuff like this with things you can touch and see 
Mm. It, it feels like you're inhabiting and you're you're, you're living the, mm. the, the the life um, more fully. And, yeah. I, and, I, and the second thing for me is that um, I can't think of particular quotes off, off the top of my head now, but but in the Old Testament it talks about um, like with uh, so for, for children being sort of raised in the way of faith. Yeah. Things like writing scriptures on your door frames and, and, yeah. and, and having it all around you. So I think about these things. These are all kind of visual reminders, and and it's a it's a way that we can live in the bigger story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think um, we'll come on to this on a later week. We'll talk about creating culture. Mm. That culture is created with language that we use. Yeah. The story that we're part of mm. and symbols. Yeah. So culture is made up of. So we showed you the cones that come out. Yeah, on, on the uh, when the clocks go back, and then we put these pumpkins on the table. That it's just a it's a marker oh. because culture is made up of symbols, story, and and the language we use. Yeah, and I think it's often about language, but actually in a home or in your household, the the story that you remind yourself of and the markers and the symbols that you have of it. So yeah, these are big symbols to us because they communicate. Yeah, a, a lot, um, and what that actually is something special. Like I guess that thing. It all started the festivals coming after Christmas because we loved Christmas. But actually, there's much more to it. Of all the, we now get to do that with lots of times in the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shall I push through the year a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. started with Thanksgiving. Yeah. So Thanksgiving is almost like what's coming up next week, and is like I think really and. It makes me realise how much our kids own it when they're saying we want to come back and our daughter's saying I've taken the week off work because I really want to press into, you know, the cooking and the being part of. It's a really big thing. And, yeah, realising that it's come to mean something that's big. Yeah, and people want to be around it. It's attractive to people. Well, and you're saying that thing about Jesus living it. That thing, Luke 22, I think it is, where he says, I've eagerly desired to to have this Passover with you because I won't eat of it again until it finds its significance in the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's the idea that each of these festivals find their significance in the kingdom of God. Yeah. That they point to huh. this bigger story that we're part of. Yeah. So if you did a really quick overview of the year, the obvious thing is we're coming into Advent and the promise of... Emmanuel, mm. of God being with us, mm. and that you know the, the the reassuring message of the Lord your God is with you, yeah, that He's got your back, that He is present, that whilst we were still far off, He came into the world, and mm. um, all the stuff that we know, John one and all those things we know as truths, take on a new meaning when you put them into around Christmas, of God is with us, then Easter of you know God has the victory. Over, over everything, over evil, over death, over it marks God's victory moment, that marker moment in history, and then Pentecost of God's empowering. When we tell the story of Pentecost, is and He's now empowered us for that. Mm. On one level, by the way, I think Thanksgiving, as the other part of the year, is also linked to harvest, mm. as a yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's that appreciation of. Uh, the other part of the year of we've seen what God's done and now we're giving thanks for it mm. and we're grateful and then we go back into a rhythm of what has he done he's with us he has the victory he empowers us mm. they're the big parts of the story great great um, 
I'd love to mention a bit about what we're thinking for hope for some festivals. But before we, anything else that you would you want to share before we get into some practicals of how we might go about doing things as a church? Yeah, uh, well, if you just went into, if I quickly did the Christmas, yeah. New Year, if we yeah. uh, so for us, we don't as a household do spiritual, uh, be spiritual together all year, mm. but there are two seasons that we do. One is Advent and one is Lent. Hmm. And Advent, we have an Advent puzzle. You know, a lot of people have the numbered doors and we have a little scripture and questions that we ask around a meal and uh, or a cup of tea time. And we have um, uh, we have sweets in each day's bag uh, that, that are questions that are around that day's reading and... Uh, just around the Christmas story and that's been a brilliant we don't be spiritual that a bill slightly more intense yeah then we remember the story but we actually watched the BBC nativity the four week BBC nativity and we watch it on the four Sundays cool. uh, as a household and yeah. that is just we get yeah, something like on VHS is that was like a DVD or it's DVD, DVD. it came out in about 2010 but, oh, okay. Okay. but again yeah. it's like we watch it every year and the kids just it's a it's that familiar familiar thing we don't just we have a few like DVDs that come out we have a Robbie the Reindeer comic <laughs> relief thing that, that we always watch so as well and, yeah. but that's not again it's that which are fun yep. to use and um, mm. um yeah, so Christmas feels like it's a bit more, and then when it actually gets to Christmas Eve, because of our Danish traditions, we we have candles on the Christmas tree, and we light, we turn all the lights out, and then the whole thing of Luther apparently explaining John one to his oh. kids was to turn all the lights out and light the candle on the Christmas tree. Oh. That you know the light overcame that in him is no darkness at all, but yeah. the light came to overcome the darkness. Yeah. Um, so let's say um, you, you mentioned the danger thing before. So we, we mentioned already that you use a real Christmas tree, with, with um, as in a live, as in a you know yeah. leafy Christmas tree yeah. with real candles on. Going back yeah. to with ourselves, Danish heritage. Yeah, yeah. and um, and, you, and and then we walk around the tree singing songs. Yeah, and Jake was just saying how <laughs> the, the fire risk and so on. And there's an element, and having an element of danger, but also fun, is is an is an ingredient that kind of. Is it something that brings yeah. these things I mean, alive? I wouldn't call it danger. I've grown up with it. And I think there's something about it. It's the authentic. It's the fact that right. you can turn all the lights off and yeah. there's something very powerful about yeah. it. Just oh. candlelight. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That's cool. It's a kind yeah. of special yeah. moment. Yeah. I, quite like, I, like, I like sitting light to our Christmas pudding. Yeah. And that, for me, is quite a cool... And we've got this weird song that um, I play. Yeah. My mum taught me, and everyone yeah. finds it very strange. But it's but it's that's a that's it's exactly a, it's the moment, that isn't it? it's creating the moment. Yeah. Yeah, so and we, your children will likely go on and do that. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah. And it's, yeah. it's something yeah. that's again huh. your identity is your. Yeah. So so yeah. we have a candle by the stable. Right. So yeah. we have a little wooden nativity oh, okay, yeah. scene on the shelf over there. Okay. And then just the rooms in complete darkness, and then there's just the candle illuminating the stable, huh. and then we bring the candles. Out the match on long matches to start mm. to light the tree, and we either play like the delirious track "There Is a Light That Shines in the Darkness," or um, there's a there's a there's a song which is "Now Behold the Lamb," which is a gospel. Oh, 
Uh, it's just almost the most moving encounter in a in totally immersive experience mm. that whoever is coming to visit or be part of our household, this is our traditions to tell the bigger story that we're part of. Yeah. That's the yeah. point. Sure. Yeah. And then we have the little other traditions like the Christmas Day walk. But all of those, I think, are really valid kind of what is spiritual, what's fun, and what's affirming your heritage. Yeah. Um, and then just our other ones, before, if we're going to meet again in January, just yeah, so yeah. the other yeah. things that I'd say we major on would be all those things around. We just love Advent and Christmas mm. and have, uh, and you know, the, the different ways of firming or this is what you do is your, how do you open presents? Mm. You know, we quite take our time over it and, and we always sing a song, a, a worship song before each time we, we have a time of opening presents because we're wanting to acknowledge what this is really about rather than it being the, everybody just opens their presence immediately it's that thought about we're just reminding ourselves of the story that we're part of how does that go down with like you know let's say you had young children is, yeah. is that 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 isn't that quite stressful they're like no i don't want to sing a song well no when foster, but i think once especially having foster, foster kids okay, right, right. initially if it's yeah. not their experience yeah. yeah but i think once you understand the meaning to it sure uh, this isn't about the reason we we give gifts yeah, there's a reason for the season. I'm still kind of feeling this at this um, what's the sort of adrenaline surge within the child, or maybe it's myself of like, can we just get on and open the presents? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really interested in how you guys manage this stuff because yeah. you're because one yeah. of the things that you're doing, and we're, talk, we're going to talk a bit more about culture aren't we, in a future time. Yeah. But again, you're setting this culture of, yeah. and um, and just want to ask again about your is it your kind of high energy and your kind of um, enthusiasm that overcomes people not wanting to be involved or. Well, yeah, they're, still, they're getting gifts. Yeah. So everybody, but rather than, so I think it's the idea that, like with stockings, yeah. the first thing we open is stockings. Yeah. And, and everybody's yeah, got their morning. stocking in front of them. Mm. And we tend to do it actually in this space here. Okay. And we play basketball throwing the rubbish into that bin. Nice. And, <laughs> and then uh, there's always the satsuma at the bottom and all that kind of thing. Oh. But um, you wait for each other. Yeah, and I think there's something about rather than it just being, it's about you know it's like we take we actually hey it's this and the tiny little things off of the stocking, but we're taking pleasure in what each person is at as we go around, mm. and that's the I think there is something honouring about that mm. that choosing to go. It's not about the thing. It's yeah. about it's about connection. It's about hearing from each, appreciating each other, and so we still get to do all the gifts, but I think. Yeah. It's finding the right place for that. Mm. We don't want to chuck it all out and go, it's not about gifts. Yeah. But we don't want it to become utterly... Focused on uh, Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. So then we get to our new year mm. and we do, we have various... Uh, um, new year, we think, is a real time of reflection. Mm. And uh, we have a couple, we have a New Year's Eve questions that uh, that we do about reflecting on our year and what's been the highlight and the low light and person we most appreciated and mm -hmm. having a real chance to hear from each person as we reflect on the year so i think there's real value in that the looking backwards looking forwards thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but then the most i think the most profound thing that the children talk about is for about seven or eight years now and we, we took the adopt or adapt thing mm -hmm. we took this from a couple of friends who when they when they were married they were new young married 
and they would go, they were from New York and they'd go to a bridge in New York and they'd just go and find a river and throw bread. They'd cast their bread upon the waters oh. of all the things that they, they knew were unresolved with each other mm. and they'd throw them into the river. Mm. And we loved that. We thought, let's adapt that for New Year. Yeah. So we, we, take some bread down to a local river in fact when we've been away we've just needed to find a bridge in a river and, uh, <laughs> and we um, we each take bread and we speak all the things that we want to leave in the last year right and it's all the sad stuff huh? yeah, yeah everything so we don't want to take with us yeah yeah, yeah. And, you know, teenage girls, some of that can be quite emotional. Yeah, yeah. And uh, older men, that can be quite emotional. <laughs> yeah. um, and we're literally declaring the things we don't want to take with us. Yeah. And we and to watch them physically being taken. And often the rivers are in full flood. Yeah. Because it's in really... In, time, yeah. yeah. It's amazing to watch it being swept off. Mm. And then we go to the other side of the bridge mm. and... Oh, it's open, and you have the river coming towards you again in full flood of the new year and we declare the things that we want to see happen mm. for each and then the, you're saying it for yourself but then others will join in so it's yeah. almost like dec what you want to get rid of and what you want to declare mm. that you want to receive for the next year mm. has been really affirming and also very um, corporate like one person yeah. saying like, you know, amen means I agree. Yeah. Just that I'm declaring that I believe this is God's best for me. And mm. then somebody else to go, and I want to agree with that. And add yeah, yeah. la da la da That's yeah. been yeah. really strong for the last mm. yeah. 10 years or so. Mm. Yeah. Great. And that's, yeah. And then we start to head towards MLK and Burns. Yeah. But we can talk about those. In January, sure. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. Well, you'll be with us on Sunday, so we can we can dig into this some more then. And I just wanted to say at this point what our some of our thoughts are for um, what we do as a whole church. Um, and and the thinking on this was that maybe three times a year we can look to have a kind of a whole church festival as an opportunity to build this together as a community. And we wanted to do things that are at um, diff different times to kind of Christmas and Easter, which are obviously the two main sort of national recognised festivals. Yeah. Um, and so our thought was if we had three things, around about the time of the American Thanksgiving, um, so, so November the 25th it is this year, the Thursday, and then the, and then Passover time in, in sort of March time, yeah. and then a summer thing. And, we've, and, and so the outline of what we've had in mind for those already, um, had a good discussion off the back of first mentioning the um, Thanksgiving thing a few a few weeks ago, uh, thought actually the background to festivals in, in in the Old Testament in the Hebrew culture was God would do something and then they'd have a festival to to mark it. Remember it wouldn't they? That would be there. Yeah. And um, and we thought actually rather than adopting an American Thanksgiving, let's uh, let's kind of adapt it and and make it into perhaps a celebration of what God's been doing within us as a church or in our faith journeys over this past year. And so it's got a Thanksgiving element to it, but it's also kind of personalised within us wanting to particularly look and celebrate what God's, our, God, our part of our God's story, God's journey. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we're thinking about, so we've actually lined someone up already, a guy called Nathaniel, who some papers will know, um, who's a, a Jewish guy, who grew up in a, in a Jewish family in, in Israel and um, knows the sort of Torah and all the, and all the Hebrew scriptures. And then he came to believe in Jesus. Uh, in, a few years ago 
And um, we've asked him to come and lead us in a, in a Passover uh, in, uh, in around that sort of time, March next year, and show us how Jesus inhabits and, and, and is sort of fulfilled, yeah. fulfilling the Passover. And then we've been doing for several years um, church on the farm or church at the Gibsons in, in July when we go and have uh, church outside uh, Silas Valley's um, place last last year, and we have baptisms as part of that, and that's a good summer um, festival. So um, it'd be great to see if there's some 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 you know perhaps with some bits that we can weave into these things that become familiar traditions. Mm. This year, for um, for the, the Thanksgiving-type equivalent, um, which was going to be next week, Thursday the 25th of um, November, given that, date, that, that COVID rates are quite high, we thought that actually having 100, 150 people in the hall at Hope is too much. Um, and so we're going to decentralise it. And we're, we're encouraging people to, we're going to be putting this out, encouraging people to... Um, offer either to host or say that they're keen to be part of this and then we can do it in different households and mm-hmm. um, do, do you want to say now any 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 pointers or sort of any, any comments you get on that kind of on, on any of those bits or do you want to pick that up on on sunday what's your but i think yeah i love the idea of the, the different to have a number of the difference between household things mm. well there's loads of heritage also i'd say by the way the summer ones tend to be fun yeah, like we try to take a week off Wimbledon and mm-hmm. the World Cup finals, mm-hmm. and uh, um, but I think they all tend to be fun, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but actually, like, yeah. like Eurovision, like yeah. things that aren't that's your fun, that aren't having a lot of, or things that are just an excuse for a party that yeah. aren't, but uh, they seem to be often in the summer months. But so I love the idea of you having a a summer mm-hmm. festival celebration, mm-hmm. marking what especially baptisms and just like that moment to have fun together and be together and mark it mark the moment and celebrate what god is doing in people's lives yeah brilliant i think the the passover one the narrative is so strong in that that Mm. story but to have something that is effectively i think the idea that around the autumn that it's harvest that it's being thankful for the fruit of what god has done already Seeing you, you did the book in was it twenty sixteen? Yeah. In some ways, I see that as an example of totally, yeah. you've done that. Now, what is almost to gather to do the same thing? Yeah. Each year, where you actually go, you know, Jesus talks about John fifteen. The you, you abide in the vine, you grow and you bear fruit, mm. and then you get pruned. And often it's the winter now the time of year where you get pruned but before that is harvest mm. where you're acknowledging where have we been fruitful wow where's the maybe we could maybe we could like on this parcel on this um sorry thanksgiving type time we could uh, assemble some stories and we could and we could have that as a celebration mm. record couldn't we yeah that'd be quite cool and but that's and see you've done it in the book yeah, yeah, yeah. that you to do it yeah. to do it informally and, and to do it around Multiple households. If yeah. COVID means that you need to have some of those households on Zoom, yeah. in breakout rooms, because we did Passover last year in yeah, multiple breakout <laughs> room households yeah. and yeah. came together for the liturgy. And oh. um, I think you can do it that way. Mm. And I think this time of year, you may not want to do the, the three pre- the Thanksgiving impressions that we love, but I think it's the Ebenezer literally means the Lord has brought us this far. Mm. And I love that. Hallelujah. The, the uh, African song is Ebenezer, here we are. The Lord has brought us this far. Mm. And I love that. that you, the marking moment, the marker yep. is saying the Lord has brought us this far. This is what he's done. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
they tended to make an Ebenezer just after the God had moved in some way. Hmm. So the other side of the river, yeah. where they made it out of the stones that had been in kind the river. Point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, to mark, this is what God has done. Yeah. And I don't, so, um, there's a community that's just breaking up, a creative community that I was away with in August. Hmm. And it's about 50 people. And all of them carry the stone with them for the three days that we were away together. Hmm. And then on the last day, we they they wrote on their stone what the Lord had done for them through that community. Hmm. And then we made an Ebenezer out of the stones. Oh. And then we celebrated uh, the Lord's Supper and remembered Jesus oh. with the bread and the wine on the stones. Right. And it was so, the number one phrase then was tears are our friend <laughs> <laughs> because every, because we were hearing the stories. I didn't know half the stories of what God had done in the secret place oh. with half the people in that community. Yeah. And just to mark the moment as some of them moved abroad and some of them transitioned into new seasons of you're carrying what God has done from the middle of the river, yeah. marking the moment. Yeah. And then this is what the Lord's done. And we remember you, the Lord has brought us this far. Great. Great. And as they say in Nomad, then see you further down the road. <laughs> what is that, a film or a shot? Yeah, that's, that's an Oscar winning oh, movie I I it, about yeah. guys who's, uh, trailer, who live in caravans. Okay. But their whole thing is we gather every now and again to mark what's happening in our lives. And then they say to each other, and then we'll see you further down the road. Oh, yeah. And we love that as yeah. a as people transitioned. We'll see you further down the road. Yeah, having marked what what's happened in their journey mm. as they gathered. Great. Cool. Should we come into land then? Any final thoughts, or is it? So I think I'll just finish by saying um, that uh, hopefully this has been inspiring for you in terms of uh, again really to adapt and adopt into our different settings. Uh, you know thinking about your household, how you live, who you, who you do life with, and what we do as a, as a whole church. And, and we'll basically get into this some more on Sunday, won't we? Yeah. Come with lots of questions on Sunday, because I think there's loads to mine yeah. in this. And um, on Sunday, we'll probably just look a little bit more into the seasonal aspect of this. Right. So I think there's something about almost nature's seasons mm. are, are linked to our our experience of the year and what we're part of yeah you know we're part of this 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 natural cycle yeah but i think it's very spiritual to engage with each of the four seasons of it yeah so we're pushing thousand great i'm gonna pray lord thank you so much um, that you you see us and you describe us as a city on a hill as um when you say to us you are the light of the world and that the way that we love one another, shows the world that we're your disciples. And we're aware that, that this is part of that. This is part of us doing life together well and, 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 and living in uh, the bigger story that is your story. And so so we pray that you lead us as a church, as individuals, as households, into developing um, and continuing in, if they're there already, um, uh, festivals and, and these sort of traditions that will help us to grow and help us to uh, show the love of God to people around us. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen.